Hey, everybody, and welcome to the postgame show. It is all over. Uh, the Jazz hold on, and they win 128-120. to 120. The Kings lost this game in the first quarter when they were outscored 42-19. All right, 40-19 was the score at the end of one. That's a lot to make up. The Kings did that. They actually took the lead, uh, but they could not hold on, and they lose it 128 128- uh, to 120. Ryan's going to be coming up in just a moment as we've got a lot to discuss all here on the postgame show. Not tonight, Rhino. Not tonight. Uh, the Kings fought back. They made it close. They actually had the lead, uh, but too much jazz down the stretch, 128 to 120. Yeah, Grant, just a little bit too much to overcome. But one thing or two things we've learned about this team is, one, they are never out of a game the nope. way they shoot. But, uh, two, they cannot get off to bad starts. Period. End of story. Yep. And that that is the summary that I have for you. Okay, well, the first quarter was embarrassing. I mean, there's no other way to say it. 40 to 19. Uh, Sabonis did have a rough night, 4 of 11. But, hey, you know what? When's the last time we said that? Like, <laughs> first week of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. So, when he didn't play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, the Kings went 3-1 and one on the road trip. I'm looking at the big picture. Uh, they They are now third because Memphis beat Dallas tonight. So... Um, you know, it happens, you know, again, it happens, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to stop rooting for the team. I mean, so they lost, you know, they lost to a team that was shorthanded, but that's life in the NBA. And you thought this would be the game. You actually had the Kings going three and one. You, you were worried about this game. You, you said this is the game they were going to lose and you're spot on. Yeah, Utah just, for whatever reason, they play them tough. They had Utah um, on the first night of a back-to-back earlier in the season. It was a close game. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of had a feeling. I was hoping I was wrong, but that's okay. We move on to Boston tomorrow. How about Walker Kessler and how well he played in this game? Uh, just, uh, he, I'm not going to say a star in the making, but certainly this kid's going to have a healthy career. I mean, you talk about 56 points in the paint tonight yep. that tells you Utah was doing it inside to the Kings 38. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's all the Kings had inside the paint. Yep. But, uh, he went toe to toe with one of the best big men in the NBA and mm-hmm. uh, did not shy down one bit. How about the three games that have been played between these two teams on new year's or, uh, yeah, new year's Eve. The Kings won 126 to 125. Mm-hmm. Then on a week later, the Kings won 117 to 115. And the final score tonight was 128 to 120. But the game was a lot closer than that would indicate if you didn't watch the game because of, you know, free throws in garbage time. These teams, whether you have your key guys playing or not, boy, do they match up well, don't they? Yes, they do. And that, they're one of those teams that I wouldn't want to see if they got into uh, the eighth spot. That's for yeah. sure. Um, and they match up well with them, like you mentioned. Um, and this is without marketing. Marketing mm-hmm. has, adds a whole nother dynamic for them. 
But um, Utah, it's just a good system they have out there, Grant. No matter what, they're always pretty darn solid. Yeah, and they play coming up on uh, just a couple of days. You're right. So yep. it'll be the fourth and final meeting of uh, the year between these two teams. 128 to 120. And again, the first quarter, as Ryan pointed out, and I was just talking about, you are, you're going to have a difficult time winning when you give up 40 points and only score 19. You're, you're playing from behind the whole game. It takes so much effort. They did that. I mean, the third quarter was huge tonight, Ryan. 43-27, to 27, the Kings outscored the Jazz. And the game was tied. The game was tied going into the fourth. I thought a key sequence in the fourth quarter, uh, Fox hit a three, Olenek hit a three, and then the guy that we were just talking about, all right, for the Utah Jazz, I thought Kessler came up with maybe the biggest defensive play in the game. He blocked a layup attempt by Sabonis. The Jazz got the rebound. Kessler got the rebound. The Jazz were then fouled. They made both free throws. That, to me, was a huge sequence in the final minutes of the of this game. Yeah, it certainly was, Grant. I mean, it was kind of a momentum swing. I mean, we've seen many times earlier in the season where Fox hits a three like that, and that's what ignites the Kings. That's when you know, okay, it's go time. They're going to get yep. up. But um, the Jazz snatched it right back there, and they did it with defense. So, uh, you know, good for them. Good, solid win for the Jazz. All right. Again, 128 to 120, the Jazz win for the first time this year. And we told you that Memphis beat Dallas for the third time in a week. So the Grizzlies now are second. The Kings drop a game and they are third. We look at the standings and we update you on how things look right now uh, in the West. Again, the Warriors were in Houston tonight and they were end up, uh, they won that game. So the Warriors are sixth at 37 and 36. All right. The Mavericks with the loss are seventh. Minnesota eighth, and the Jazz now have moved ahead of the Lakers, and they are 10th as they try to get into the play-in tournament. So all these games are so important coming down the stretch. Every single one. And, uh, you know, I would expect a very similar game between the Kings and the Jazz when they match up again uh, in a few days. So that that's going to be interesting to watch. And uh, watch out for them. They could be a threat for that play-in. Definitely. A lot of people uh, criticizing the way the game is called tonight on Sabonis. Did you have an issue with that? I had no issue with it whatsoever. It was a physical game across yep. the board. I thought the officials did absolutely fine. Yeah, it just seems like whenever the Kings lose, uh, the fans want to point towards the officials. You had Scott Scott Foster, Justin Van Doon, and JT Orr. That's an excellent officiating crew. Um, again, it's at some point, when you lose, you got to stop talking about the officials. It seems to happen uh, all the time. And, you know, as far as, you know, who got away with this, got away with that, it's, it's the NBA. That's going to happen on both sides. You know, it really is. So, again, the Kings are third now after the loss at 43 and 28. They're now 22 and 14 on the road as they lose it 128 to 120. All right. So, I want to tell you what we're doing because the amount of people that have watched this stream from abroad is amazing. We get people all the time telling us they're watching it over in Australia, Asia, you know, wherever they are in Europe, the Bahamas. I mean, it's phenomenal. It really is. It's great. You know, we got Eduardo in Chile. So I have a friend right now who's in Vietnam on vacation and he called me yesterday and said, you are not going to believe this. I'm on the beach. And all of a sudden, 
I see four guys walking down the beach with Kings jerseys on. Here's the photo. All with Jay Will jerseys on. He goes, hey, are you from Sacramento? He goes, yep. They go, oh, man, me too. And they sit there and they had a drink. And they took this photo. That is from Da Nang, Vietnam. All hanging out, Kings fans. So I'm going to put this picture on Twitter in a few moments. If you are watching from a different part of the world, uh, send us a photo in your Kings gear. Make it current. I don't want a photo from yesterday or last week or whatever. And every game, every game, I will put a photo right up here. And you can email me your photo at gnapier at gmail.com. All right? gnapier at gmail.com. Send me your photo and where you are, and I will choose a different photo all the time. And how about all those J. Will jerseys? Huh? You think they're J. Will fans or what? So anyway, I, I the time difference was pretty crazy. So I got on the phone, and he put me on speaker, and he goes, hey, guys, I want you to hear somebody. And I go, oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. And they went freaking crazy. <laughs> they, they, were, they couldn't believe it. And I had a quick uh, conversation with them. So we're going to start doing that. So, again, here is my email for this particular segment, gnapier at gmail.com. Send the photos again, and every game I'll pick one out. Grant, you got to put the put the picture up one more time. Yeah, I will absolutely if put another. Would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. These are the original J. Will jerseys. These yes. are not the remakes. That no. is what is so damn cool about those are the originals. Yes. Those are original OGs. What a cool moment. How Holy awesome moly. Is that? How awesome. So huh? so what did they what did they do? I know you said they went nuts, but I'm sure you were the last person. They expected here on the line. They went nuts when I first said that. I could hear them all in the background, and then they go, "Oh man, you're we love you." We one one of the guy goes, "Oh man, I've been watching you ever since I was a little kid, and I can't believe that you were on the phone." And you know, it was fun. We talked for a few minutes, and I said, "Hey, I hope I can meet you guys when I get back to uh, Sacramento." So uh, it was it was neat. There's Kings fans everywhere. I think it's just neat, you know. That is awesome. What are the chances, man? You're on vacation. You're walking down the beach, having a beer. You run into I somebody know. that knows Napes, and the next thing you know, you're on the phone with Napes in Paradise, wearing that... your Kings gear. That's I love great. it. Absolutely, Eduardo. It's real cool, and I know you are join us every night from Chile down in South America, and we really appreciate what you do. All right, what uh, the Kings did not do tonight? They did not come out ready to play. One twenty-eight. Uh, to 120. So, you know, listen, I, I I have a very difficult time being critical of this team right now because of how well they've played. When you say there's no excuses, it's NBA. They had played in Washington 48 hours prior. You know, it's, uh, it's over four-hour flight. I mean, you got to get used to the time difference. There's, I mean, I can make excuse after excuse. The bottom line is you're not going 82-0, and 0, okay? You're just not going to go 82-0. and 0. I'm looking at the big picture. The big picture is, the Kings were down by over 20 points in this game, found a way to come back and take the lead, and fell short at the end. The big picture is they went 3-1 and one on a four-game trip. Who's not going to take 3-1 and one on a four-game trip? Here's the other thing. They're 43-28. and 28. They still have a lot of games left. They're going to be fine. I'm not going to lose sleep because they lost this game tonight to the Jazz. 
Here's the thing. Um, the Jazz, they're only two games under 500. They're a good basketball team, even yes. without their two best players, okay? I mean, they're not pushovers. Like Grant said, this is the NBA. Yep. So are the Kings a better team? Yes. But, you know, they played better than the Kings tonight. That's what it mm -hmm. is. It's not an excuse. It's not altitude. It's not the refs. It's not travel. They just got beat tonight. They yep. were the better team. And that's team. fine. And that's fine. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's the way it is. You know, the Jazz just beat the Celtics uh, the game before this. So uh, the Jazz are not a bad team. They're well coached and they're on the road. And again, I, I was very impressed with how the Kings came out to start the third quarter. I'm fine with it. Again, you're not going 82 and 0. You're not going 82 and 0. No, but when we started the show, I mean, we, we already had the doomsday messages, you know, this is unacceptable, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, no, just chill, slow your roll. Certainly there were things. Now, if the Kings would have got blown out and played the same way they did in the first half, yes. now we can have a conversation about how bad that night was. But they, they brought it the second half, which is important. And the Jazz did do some things well, okay? They threw the zone defense at him. Sabonis was just collapsed on almost every single play he got the ball. But at the end of the day, again, the Jazz made shots when they needed to. They held mm -hmm. home court. It's a tough Western Conference. You move on. You see him again down the road. This says it all right here. Average teams still beat very good teams. Happens a lot. Yeah, it does. Happens all yeah. the time. You know? Exactly. We're, this was not a 16 seed beating a one seed in the NCAA tournament. No. Your Kings are not a one seed. So let's no. just put it there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, I'm 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 not losing sleep over this game tonight. I'm really not. You know, the Jazz are. I mean, the three games have gone right down to the wire that they played. So that tells you, you know, a lot about these games. And you're going to see them again coming up in a couple of days next week, right? They're yeah, going to be coming exactly. up next week. Grant, let me ask you a couple of questions, okay? Would you be concerned if I said the Kings had 28 assists for the night? Would I be what? Concerned. About no. this. About Okay. 28 would assists? Be, no. Yeah. Would you be concerned if I said the Kings had six turnovers? I would say that's a great assist to turnover ratio. Would you be concerned if I said the Kings had 43 rebounds? Nope. Those are all numbers the yep. Kings had tonight. The Jazz mm -hmm. were just a little better. Yeah. Again, get ready for tomorrow. You know, Memphis, you can't worry about what other teams are doing. Just go out and take care of your own business. All right? Just go out and take care of your own business. Hey, we want to say thank you to all of you that have been going down to Bennett's. Uh, they are phenomenal. Roseville and Sacramento. Eureka and Lead Hill Road. And then Howe and Fair Oaks in Sacramento. Prime Seafood and Steak. I love the redfish. Comes with a side of sautéed spinach if I'm doing the fish. If I'm going beef, uh, it's tough to beat the bone-in ribeye or the porterhouse. The prime New York's great. They got tremendous uh, cuts of beef, including hanger steak. It's all there for you. Don't forget about the weekend brunch. Also, the prime rib on the weekends. And how about this? Over 50 different wines available by the glass get down to bennett's don't forget they're coming to rockland soon at the blue oaks town center as well that's bennett's big time supporters of the sacramento kings as well 128 120 here's that picture again look at those vintage vintage shirts vintage. those jerseys are awesome huh yeah the uh brings you back to your childhood though those look like the ones right out of the team store at arco arena Love hanging on, 
hanging out at the beach. Look at over the shoulder there. There's a huge statue up there on the hill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you, you know what, too? Those are white jerseys. That means they have respected those jerseys over oh, the years. Yeah. Yeah. How about that, King, huh? Look at that. Yeah. yeah. So, Isn't that, that awesome? Is, that's so great. My you know, only that problem. Fo that photo is going to be tough to beat. <laughs> that is that is going to be really hard to beat. But you know what? My only problem with that photo. Yeah. Come on, guys. You're, you're on vacation on a, a beach vacation. Tennis shoes. Get uh, yeah. your feet in the sand, boys. I know. It's a good Come point on. right there. Good Get point your right feet there. in the sand. Good point right there. You, you know, would have had an A+. Plus. Well, you know what? It's possible that on the other side of this picture, there's a boardwalk, and they were walking on the cement, and they walked out onto the sand to take a picture. I didn't get that much detail, you know? So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm with you. Come on. it's uh, You're on a beautiful beach. You're in Vietnam. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh if that's the biggest problem with the picture they're doing all right they are doing all right my friend oh gosh so great Th this is going to be awesome i can't wait to see all the pictures you get i can only imagine oh it's going to be great what's going to yeah. come in yeah i'm looking forward to it all right so again 128 to a 120 the first quarter is where uh the kings lost this game uh kings also not great at the line tonight 19 of 25 not terrible but you know not great and so get ready to take on the Boston Celtics tomorrow. All right. How about a rant wearing shoes on the sand? Depends <laughs> where you are. Okay. I'll never forget. Um, I was in Spain on the Costa del Sol in the middle of summer when I was 18. And my brother and I were there and we went to the beach. And I kid you not, okay, I'm not making this up. The sand was so hot that we had to throw our towel down, jump on the towel, then our shirt that we were wearing, throw that down, jump on the shirt, then pick it up. And that's how we got to where we were going on the beach. We could not walk on the sand because it was that freaking hot. But that wasn't the case there in that picture in Vietnam. <laughs> Take the freaking shoes off and let's get in the sand. Absolutely right. <laughs> that will happen from time to time, depending on where you're at. Maui, I've had that happen. San Diego from time to time, which isn't normal. Rich can talk to that because usually the weather's a little bit more uh, 80s, 90s-ish. But hot sands, no bueno. Where is the other guy's jersey? Well, I'm going to give him – I'm going to cut him some slack because if you remember when the Maloofs sold this team to Seattle and Kevin Johnson – said, hey, you know what? We need local investors to step up. That person in the picture was one of the first guys to step up and go, I'm in, here's my million. So I'm going to cut him some slack by not having his Kings jersey on, okay? He's made up for it. How about cut him some uh, yeah. standing applause? Yes. And he doesn't, uh, he doesn't like the attention for that. That's not why he did it. So I didn't even mention his name because he doesn't like that. He said, hey, I didn't do it for that. I did it because it was the right thing to do. And I'm like, that's exactly right. All right. 128, 120. Uh, Fox doing his thing. Again, if De'Aaron Fox is anything less than second all NBA team, there ought to be an investigation. 37 points, 14 of 21, 6 of 9, 3 of 4 line. I mean, the guy does it all. Seven assists, one turnover. What else can you ask for from De'Aaron Fox? 
uh, he he is getting right up there with Sabonis in terms of consistency. You know what you're going to get every night with this guy, and you're right. I mean, it, you could almost say if he is not first team All mm-hmm. NBA, there's a I big think he should be first team point. also. But I think he's so, uh, probably in all likelihood going to be second. But in my opinion, I don't know if I could name two guards that have had a better year than De'Aaron Fox. Uh, it's it it is hard. So let me. I'm going to throw this your, your way. I know yeah. you don't like talking about this stuff, but do you think Fox and Sabonis will get an MVP vote for the league this year? Um, that's a fabulous question. I will say no. They won't get an MVP vote because I do believe that it's going to be Giannis, Embiid, and Nikola getting all of the votes. What do you think? I think one of the two will. Uh-huh. I, I I think Sabon. I, I lean more towards Sabonis when we say a vote, probably a vote. Um, but I think both are definitely in the conversation. If you're talking about seven guys, how can you leave both of them out of the conversation? You know, as far as what the coach is doing and not doing, he De'Aaron Fox played 36 minutes tonight. Okay, 36 minutes. The guy's been a workhorse. I'm not, I don't have an issue. And here's the other deal. The the Jazz took the big lead with Fox on the floor. So the coach is trying to like, okay, I need to find a different lineup that's ready to play and keep on going. Uh, Sabonis to me should be either first or second All-NBA team, but that's just me. What, what do you think about what that one uh, person had to say about Fox sitting out too long in the first quarter? I completely disagree. Like you said, the King or the, the jazz took the lead with him on the floor. Mike Brown's made it very clear. He doesn't care if you're Sabonis, Fox or Delhi, you're going to be accountable. And mm-hmm. if you're not playing well, you're going to sit on the bench. Look what happened to Terrence Davis tonight. Yeah. He, he did not. Did he step on the floor again? I don't think he Five did minutes. in the second half. Five minutes. Unless yeah, he got exactly. an injury that we weren't aware of. Okay. So, no, Fox I haven't heard anything coming out of the locker room yet as it relates to him. So, you know, keep that in mind. Fair enough. So, no, Fox, I have no problem with Coach Brown keeping him on the bench. I don't either, you know. So, all right, what about tomorrow? What do you think? Oh, man. Um, Well, the Kings usually don't play well coming off of a road trip the first game back. Um, But this is a different team. Um, Since the All-Star break, I I think – tomorrow there i think it's going to be a close game it it really depends on the bigs and um what kind of contributions we get from metu and lyles um Mm -hmm. against boston because we're going to need them a lot um see if if kevin herter's back in the lineup too see if kevin's back in the lineup I think Boston probably edges them out tonight. Had this been a little bit of a different game tonight, then I may have a different opinion. But um, I I think it'll be close. But Boston, in the end, takes it. All right. Here are your last five games for the Boston Celtics. Okay? They beat Atlanta on the road, 134 to 125. Two nights later, they lost to the lowly Rockets, 111 to 109. Mm-hmm. Then they won at Minnesota to start this road trip. Well, I shouldn't say start this road trip, continue the road trip. 104 to 102. They beat Portland 126 to 112 and then lost their last game 118 to 117. Now we talk about getaway, right? You talk about getaway right. games. Tomorrow's getaway night for the Boston Celtics. 
They started this road trip on Sunday, March 12th. All right. So here we are coming down to a game tomorrow. They've been on the road a long time, but they are coming off a loss. So I doubt the Celtics will like mail this in tomorrow, even on getaway day. I, I think you're going to probably get the better version of the Celtics who have been very up and down. They've been very up and down lately. They have not played yeah. the way you would think. They were number one. And not only are they, you know, they're, they're three games behind the Bucks. And guess what? They're tied in the loss column with Philadelphia for the second seed. So these are big games for the Celtics. I expect mm -hmm. them to play very well. Yeah, I do too. Um, just what you and some of those games they lost, they they were close games. Granted, yep. it was competition that they are better than. Um, so I think they're going to be rested, and I think they're going to bring their A game. I I don't think a team like that that has a championship pedigree is going to be as obsessed with getaway night or getaway games as you know some other teams will be. So I, I think it's gonna it, it's you're going to get their best shot. You just are. It's a different Eastern Conference, Grant. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, the Eastern Conference is better than the West this year. There's no question about that. I, I don't. I don't see how anyone could, you know, look at the standings and say anything other than that. But uh, here's what we do know: the Kings are going to the playoffs. We don't know what seed. They're not going to be any worse than three, unless like Fox and Sabonis get hurt and they can't play any more games. But they they they, they would probably still be three. So they're not going to be worse than three. And the question is, as we get down now to April. We're in the last week of March. Who are they going to be playing in the first round? And, you know, right now, I don't I don't even think you could even make an educated guess. There are five or six different teams that the Kings could be playing in the first round if if they're a three seed or a two seed. They could be playing any of the – listen, right now, Dallas, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Utah, and I'm going to put the Lakers in there, okay? I could see all of those teams – getting into the top eight. In other words, I could see them prevailing. All right. So seven and eight, if you win that game, you're in. And then whoever's nine and 10, I could see Oklahoma city winning like new Orleans did last year. I could see the Lakers doing that. So it's really too hard right now. When you look at the standings to try to even figure out who gets three and who gets two, it's the standings are changing. I mean, look at this tonight. Phoenix did not play. They have 33 losses. The Clippers one loss more. And then the Warriors, have 36, so it's 33, 34, and 36, 4, 5, and 6. It's changing every night. Yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be, it for some of these teams, it's going to come down to the last game, Grant, in terms yes. of positioning, you know? Um, it's That's what it's going to be. I don't see, and Grant, it's how the Western Conference has pretty much been all year up until right before the All-Star break when things started to separate a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be bunched up. Um, with right. the exception of the top of the league. So um, I, I do want to ask you this. Do you yeah. think that there is some disadvantage to being the one seed and not having the extra time to scout who you're going to be playing exactly for that no. period of time in the plan? No, because if you're the number one seed, it really shouldn't matter who you're playing and who you're scouting and everything else. If you're the number one seed, and Denver's been struggling lately, they're five and five, but you're number one for a reason over 82 games, you've proved that you are the best team in the conference. Shouldn't matter who you're playing. It just shouldn't. Even if you've got some teams floating around there, like the Lakers, that if they just need to get in and they're healthy and they're playing well. But you can't control that. You no, can't control you can't. who you're going to play, right? And, you know, the, the pressure's on Michael Malone and Denver. They've been good, right? But they have not gotten the job done in the postseason.
Will they be able to do it this year? 48 and 24. Again, they are not playing uh, very well right now. Hey, I want to tell you about uh, New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. They are available around the clock 24-7. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or you can call the number on your screen. They have got a fix for you. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com. Again, New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. 128 to 120, the Kings fall short and waiting for them are the Boston Celtics who lost to the Jazz by a point. Going to be interesting to see how the Kings start this game tomorrow. First quarter is going to be key tomorrow. Huge. Absolutely huge tomorrow. Um, if uh, let's, let's play this out really quick. Let's say Kevin does not play tomorrow. Do you turn to Kessler again in that starting role? Uh, I don't really, I don't think it matters who he starts. I really don't. I think what's really important more so, and I know the Kings gave up a, a huge deficit in the first quarter, but based on the last two games, it looks like that's the way he's going to go. I would not start Monk. I know a lot of people are saying start Monk, start Monk. I just like his scoring punch off the bench. I think you need that change of pace type of a player, that spark plug coming off the bench. So, you know, to me, it's either Davis um, or it's Edwards, right? You don't really have any other options. I would not start Malik Monk. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you you've got to have that change of pace. That's that's just basketball 101, right? You think about the great Kings teams, Bobby Jackson, right? That spark plug a little bit different than Bibby. And then you get the mix of Monk and Fox yeah. together once they're already in the flow of the game. So I'm with you there. Yeah, again, the Kings are now 43 and 28. They're, again, they're going to be the second or third seed. They're not going to be one. They're not going to be four, okay? They're just not. They're either going to be second or third. And th that's think about what we're saying here. Can you imagine Crazy. someone telling you at the beginning of the season that the Kings were going to be the number two or number three seed in the West after 82 games? You would say there's not a chance, no chance. But here they Grant. are. Here they are. Yeah, Graham, we were saying it at the All-Star break. We were both yeah. saying, hey, if they hang on to the sixth seed, mm -hmm. everybody else is going to surge. But if they get the six, that is yep. a successful season. And guess what? No, two or three, two or three. So, uh, again, a three and one road trip. I'm looking at the big picture. Three and one road trip, 43 and 28, coming home to take on the Celtics. Now, I'll tell you what I think will happen tomorrow. And I, because I, I, I find this to be typical of fans that live game by game instead of the big picture. If the Kings lose tomorrow, I would make the argument, the same argument that I made against the Bucks. To me, the Celtics are a better team than the Kings, okay? If the Celtics play their A game tomorrow and the Kings play their A game, the Celtics will win, similarly to what we saw before the road trip when the Bucs brought in their A game and the Kings played their A game. What happened? The Bucs won. Why? Because they had a superstar and they're a better team. I think that will be true of tomorrow. Unfortunately, I think Kings fans are going to want to jump off the rooftops and go, oh, here we go again. Oh, it's the same old Kings. No, it's not the same old Kings. No. You look at the big picture. The Kings have been playing extremely well. They lost tonight, not the end of the freaking world. And if they happen to lose tomorrow and play well, it's not the end of the freaking world. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's the success, right? It, 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 you see something you really like to eat, and instead of grabbing a little bit, you just want to go all in on it. Um, but it, I guess there will I, – I see it a little differently, Grant. If Even if the Kings don't bring their A game and they still somewhat compete, that, that's still okay for me, especially at this point in the season. But I think that's where the sky is going to be falling – is going to come in if they put up a first quarter 
and then don't come back like they did tonight against Boston. All right. Somebody wants to know what is the last 10 game grade for the Kings. I'm giving them an A. I'm giving them an A plus. How could you not? Uh, They played in Milwaukee right down to the buzzer, basically. Um, And they showed us more in that loss than we've seen in many wins this year. Well, again, everything is looking good. The Celtics tomorrow. Ryan will be on with the pregame. Then we'll be on at halftime and postgame. Appreciate everyone for joining us. Let's take a look at that picture one more time. And I want to see you in your Kings gear. If you're watching from around the world, then send me a picture current to gnapier at gmail.com. And maybe you'll see your picture right here on the postgame and on my social media platforms. So we're looking forward to that. All right, any final words, my friend? Yeah, whoever gets chosen tomorrow for the picture, you got your work cut out for you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yes, you do. Absolutely. You do have the work cut out for you. All right, hey, thank you so much for being right here. If you don't like that, Kings and Celtics tomorrow, can't wait to do it. So long, everybody.